to it. Hello. Oh, so that's how you speak to it. Hello. Oh, it's got a little microphone. That's cool. Hello. 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 We've just got back from a regional tour around WA, heading to Beverly, Meriden, Hopeton, Harvey and Mandra. In Harvey, David, the manager of the Harvey Rec Centre and all-round excellent community member, interviewed me about the show for their local radio station. We thought we'd share it here for those of you wanting to understand a little bit more about the installation and the whys and whats of the work. We'll be releasing the regional tracks once a week on here, so please subscribe so that you can get them all. And, of course, please let other people know about our project so that we can make... Small Voices And now I'll hand over to David. G'day, it's David Marshall here, and um, we're doing an interview uh, today on Harvey Community Radio 96.5 FM, Your Town Talking, um, doing an interview uh, about a live performance that's coming to Harvey, um, and I've got the lead artist, Alex Desabrock, with us, and uh, welcome to Harvey for a start, Alex, and to Harvey Community Radio. Hello, super to be here. Yeah, glad that you can come along. Now, we were just discussing before, uh, is it a performance, is it a show, is it an installation? What do we actually call what is it? So um, I guess in the art world we'd call it live art, but even that, it's not a great explanation of it. Um, children call it not a show. Not a show. Not a show. Like it's that. not a show, Mum. It really <laughs> wasn't a show. Um, it's a two-part work. Um, the first part is an installation of tents for children. It's a thinking space, a space for children to talk and think big. Um, and I facilitate that space. And then the second part is a series of sound works to share with adults. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to go into this in a little bit more depth uh, in a moment. Yep. Uh, the actual Not A Show is called Small Voices Louder. So, And it's come to Harvey and it's been on a bit of a regional tour and, and you've had time in Perth. And so we can talk about all that in a moment. Um, but basically... I just want to find out a little bit about yourself. Now, you're also travelling um, with Zoe Street, who's your stage manager, mm -hmm. and with Sharon Brand, who's the sound design. So yeah. the three of you work together to make this happen. Yep. We're a touring party of three, and we all wear a few hats during the show, but there are technical hats. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that in a moment, as I say. Just wanted to find out, though, a little bit about your background, I suppose, uh, how did you come to, or how did you come to do what you're doing now? Yeah. So, um... When I graduated from school, I thought I wanted to be a theatre director, but I knew that that was going to be really hard. So I thought maybe I'll be happy just working in festivals and arts companies. So I did a degree in arts management at WAPA. And then um, I travelled a bit and headed over to Melbourne um, and was working um, in arts management and creating theatre on the side. Um, and I kept making these works that were really hopeful and um, for adults. And at the same time, I was working at an art centre called Art Play in Melbourne, which is an art centre for family and children mm -hmm. in Melbourne. And uh, as I kept making these works for adults, people kept coming up to me going, this would be great for children. And I was like, no, it's for adults. Adults <laughs> need hope <laughs> and to play <laughs> and to have cubbies. And yeah. um, so what I sort of realised at Art Play was that actually – me trying to make children, adults play isn't very effective. What's more effective if you create a space for children to invite adults into their world? Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll develop that as we, we go along. And in that, um, 
I suppose you know you've talked about adults need to play and then you know uh, be kids again if you like yeah. and all the rest of it. As a as a child, as a kid, mm-hmm. what hopes and aspirations and dreams and all the rest of it did you have? You obviously said you went to WAPA. How early yeah. did that start for you? Um, well, I was enrolled in drama when I was really little um, because I was really shy. And I sort of fell in love with it. So I really um, enjoyed rehearsing and making. Um, I remember when I was really little, I wanted to be a ballet dancer. So I think there's always been this kind of performance sort of idea within me and mm-hmm. this love of creativity um, that I just have always kind of had this innate feeling that that's what I was meant to do or I can talk about a lot of things by using art or mm. theatre to talk about the big social issues in the world. Yeah, so there are avenues for children maybe listening to, to us talking now um, who have certain aspirations, find out what pathway they need to follow because there's ways and means of getting there, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, I mean, the arts is incredibly diverse in terms of the way you can get there. Um, I mean, yeah, I started in the business side of it, mm. um, just making shows for Fringe and just doing it myself you know, with no money or anything. And that's kind of, that was my training. I didn't do a professional training. Like I didn't study acting. I didn't study directing. I just did it. Mm. Um, And through being successful in that that way, that eventually led me to some paid work and started the ball rolling. Oh, that's fantastic. As a little boy, I wanted to be a test cricketer, but then I realised you actually had to have talent to get this. Oh, lots of practice. Well, (laughs) that's right. Just didn't, no matter where I went, didn't didn't lead me there, but anyway. Um, So, yeah, that's great. And I love that, that, thought that you know dream big have have all sorts of things and you never know where that path's going to take you as a as a child through into adulthood totally and you know I don't you know this is what I'm doing now Mm. as well like who knows what I'll be doing in 10 years cool all right that's great now uh, interestingly I've um, been doing a little bit of reading about your company and Mm -hmm. all the rest of it and I thought oh there's been a typo or something there because your company's called maybe together but between the word maybe and together there's looks like a space a space space. Um, there's two brackets and the idea for that is that when I came up with the idea of maybe together I realized a lot of my work was about bringing people together in different ways and through actions or art or different scenarios that that was how we could change the world so the idea is that you can insert anything into those brackets so for example maybe dance together maybe Mm. throw paper planes together maybe yell through a megaphone together maybe we can change the world together nice all right that's something to uh, to think about maybe listeners could come up with something yeah um, that fits those that space the brackets so it's maybe the words maybe and together with a space in the middle and you fit the, the bit. I, I really like that. So we might develop that as well as we go along. Okay, what other projects then has your company, yourself, um, been involved in? Before we get to Small Voices Louder, because that's obviously where we're yeah, really going to talk so, about. Yeah, um, so my first work was a caravan. So it's called the A Moment Caravan and it's um, a work where um, adults listen to a child's voice, um, think about the future, Mm -hmm. and they spend some time outside the caravan and some time inside the caravan. Um, And it's all about the future and what life will be like in 20 years' time. Um, That's quite a, that one pops up in festivals, um, like music festivals or street festivals and works in public space. So that's a continuing work? Yeah, so this work has been touring for about five years. Mm. And so I brought it over to the West Coast and we just did it at the Blue Room as part of Melbourne Fringe. And we're hoping to go to Mandurah and Margaret River as well with that work. 
that one keeps ticking along. Yeah, um, cool. Then another work I do is called Dear Hope Street, um, and that use that is a series of workshops with children. They Google Street View a Hope Street somewhere in the world, mm-hmm. um, look up a house that they like on that street. They draw a picture of that on a blank postcard on the front. Then we write um, that pers- that house's address on the back and the children write to this person <laughs> on the other side of the world or on the other side of Australia on yes. Hope Street. Yeah. Um, we photograph it and write a message at the bottom and say, you know, if you want to respond, head to this website. Then we post them all wow. and then we get responses back from these people. So it's a, it's a discussion about what is community, what is privacy, what is the internet, yeah. you know, but also it's a, it's a random act of but kindness. it's still a message in a bottle. It's still yeah. a message in a bottle, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah, okay, all right, that's yeah. good. So, so uh, maybe together, yeah, it comes up with innovative uh, works um, yeah. that are, sound like they're very inclusive. Obviously, they involve children, adults, the community. Yeah, there's always kind of two audiences, I think, in my work. So mm-hmm. there's always like... It's, you know, in a lot of them, it's the children that I'm working with to create something for another audience. Right. So it's usually children for adults. Yeah, sounds good to me. Very good. All right, so Small Voices Louder, that's what's coming to Harvey. Um, and we're involving children from the Harvey Primary School, from St Anne's Primary School, and from the Harvey Senior High School, which is great. So we've got all the, the local schools involved in one way, shape or form. Um, so how did that project develop? So... Um, this project um, started with a friend um, of mine. We kind of were looking to develop a new project and we just had this really beautiful image of children talking to objects. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, and then these objects then saying children's things back mm-hmm. and adults sitting down listening to a pot plant or a, right. or, or a bird <laughs> or something. And um, we, I then was also working a lot with uh, children at the time and investigating this idea of what is the child's voice in society. And um, I stumbled across this documentary called um, In the Beginning. It's a French documentary where um, five-year-olds are taught philosophy and some of their um, responses to questions like, what is love? What is intelligence? Mm. were just so insightful, Mm. like unbeknownst to them, you know, it was really like, oh, how that hits me as an adult is so much more profound than they realise. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of realised that because I work with children, I get to hear these little insights all the time. But in our society, we don't necessarily get to hear from children um, unless you have your own, really, right. or yeah, work sure. with children. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, and, and one of the, I suppose, the, the lines that I read with regard to this says, sometimes children's voices are exactly what the world needs to hear. So maybe without giving too much away of the actual experience that the children Mm. will be involved in, um, what's it essentially about? Yeah, so it's, um, as I said before, it's a thinking space for children and we ask them questions um, and the whole installation has been designed to give them sort of this sort of brain exploding kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. And so... In each, um, there's eight tents and eight questions and eight little worlds inside these tents. And they vary. Um, I'll tell you maybe about one of them. Um, one of them is a fish. There's a live fish. Mm-hmm. And the question for that fish is, you know, fish has a three-second memory, so can you explain to him what's important to remember? Wow. So children, <laughs> can't, like, come and they, you know, they say the whole 
broadness of like, you know, it's really important to remember your family. It's important to remember your name. It's important to remember your school bag. It's important to remember what you're allowed to eat. You know, it's remember to to remember to who you are or, you know, you don't really need to remember anything because everything you need is around you. You know, like they're real, this kind of real insightfulness that comes from it, but also reflects what we as adults tell them. Mm, So often you hear the strong adult voice in there, which can either be good or bad. Um, As well as, um, you know, this beautiful heartwarming hope for the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really exciting. I mean, if that's that's just one glimpse of what these are. Yes, that's one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's terrific. Um, And what have been the responses so far from the children? Uh, As in not actual responses, but just general. Just general. Yeah, it's, like I said, the children call it, it's not a show. Yes. And (laughs) I think they're really excited by it because it's something that they haven't experienced before. It's probably one of the few experiences where they feel um, like their voice is valid and it's going to be used. And I think that idea and that concept really challenges them. Um, in a really great way and they sort of start thinking not only about that but also these kind of philosophical questions um, you know which some teachers do integrate it into their curriculum or Mm -hmm. something that some parents are but most kids don't get an opportunity to really ponder about what love actually is try and articulate that Mm. and then know that their words are then going to be listened to by an adult to share with other adults so that concept for them is I think is quite um, powerful. Mm. Um, and that, I mean, they also really love the aesthetics. They love climbing into the cubbies and kind of yeah. seeing these different worlds. Um, so yeah. there's, there's obviously a visual element to the whole thing that st- helps stimulate the, the yeah, responses. Exactly. That they give. Yeah, exactly. And there's like a whole, there's kind of almost a game with it. There's a maze of like paths that they follow to these right. different tents and they enjoy the game of that and the structure that's there. And I think also for, I mean, we're finding particularly in the country that they've never seen anything quite like it. Mm. You know, I think it's, it sits in that space between theatre and art, um, but it's something that you can touch and crawl inside, which is nice to share. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that, that's the children's responses to mm-hmm. it. The secondary part, obviously, is the recordings that hopefully will be listened to by adults. What's been the responses by the adults so far? Um, so I think... Each adult seems to have their favourite track uh-huh. and their favourite <laughs> right. subject. Um, having just done Perth Festival, the most successful one for that was the one um, about love. Okay. So, I, you know, it was really, they really loved children's insights mm. into what love is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of sharing it with their loved ones, which was really yeah, nice to hear. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, each track has a lot of... Um, kind of points I guess or notes that we try and hit um, and I think with love it really shows that kind of universal feeling and that kind of sense of hope and that you know the next generation is going to be great mm. whereas when we when we do the future for example um, the children talk about future and what the future will be like not only their personal future right. but they're like you know there might not be any trees or there might not be and, and those you know those points for an adult like yeah. even me talking about it makes me just go, oh, goodness, yeah. what are we giving them? You yeah. know, where is my responsibility? And and that's something that some of the tracks I really try and show that because I think sometimes we do. That's one of the things children can provide is remind us that we're only here for a moment. Mm, for you sure. know, there's yeah. the next generation. What actions are we doing? Yeah. To consider the future. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, that does sound... <laughs> Sorry, I've just you thrown know, you. <laughs> you want to dwell you. on that. T- you have to yeah. think about it, have to talk about yeah. it. But it's also something that, yeah, like yeah. as you were saying that, I'm going, yeah, that's right. There's so much, 
you know, we're a blip and then the next the next yeah. blip comes and yeah. we're all part of the, the whole journey. So, mm. Mm. all right, well, that, you're obviously going to get people thinking once the, uh, both the children yeah. with the, the actual doing and the, the adults with the listening. So that's a good thing. Um, so, yeah, you were mentioning before you did a season with the Perth with International Perth Arts Festival. Festival. Yes. How did that go? Yeah, it went... Um, really well um we had lots of children come in at the state theater center um and you know it was the premiere of the mm, work so it was sure. my first time seeing it all really happening yeah um and as i was saying the kids responses have been really really strong um I, you know there's always things that we can improve and that we'll be working on um but the sound works were really uh received really nicely mm-hmm. um and kind of shared on social media but also played uh, in the Somerville, the outdoor cinema, oh, yes, and yeah, Joondalup yeah. Pines. Yeah. So they played them before, um, they play one track before each film, and that's still happening now, um, which, you know, those kind of places where it's played mm. is really um, kind of a strong presentation yeah. of that work. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I, I suppose that will be uh, part of the challenge for us, is how we get this works out. Our, yeah, obviously we so plan using the, the, yeah. the Harvey Community Radio as, yeah. as a primary so we, medium. Yeah, so we make these soundtracks. Like there's no kind of copyright issues. We just want them mm-hmm. to be heard as loud and as frequently as possible. So, you know, different towns are doing different things and we try and provide opportunities, um, you know, like through radio, like mm-hmm. trying to, I mean, this radio station here is an amazing opportunity for the work, um, as well as um, I think you're talking about having a little booth exactly. at the rec centre yeah. yeah. um, to have them play so people can find them and mm. go and listen to the whole set. Um, we also have them available online um, and we'll, but the, what's so great about this tour is that because we're going to different towns, although there's, it's collectively eight tracks from five different yeah. towns, they'll be played a lot because they'll be played in various different ways in those different towns. So I know there's some festivals going on in Hopeton. Um, There's another festival in Meriden. Mm -hmm. Um, Mandra's going to present, is hiring them some big megaphones to play them through during um, Swell Festival. You know, like there's lots, there's lots of different opportunities and we're just trying to better those opportunities and you know I'm hoping some of the schools might come up with some ideas Mm, about mm. how to share them or maybe there's a kid out there that like I know where there's a PA I'll just pop my iPod on and play it it out loud you know that that we're just looking for those opportunities get mum or dad to drive through town with a big big PA (laughs) on the back that's the one so um all right that's fantastic and and you know we're really chuffed to be part of this because as you mentioned you've been to Beverly uh Meriden just come from Hopeton in Harvey yep. and then off to Mandra. So we're part of five regional venues uh, yeah. and towns. Exactly, so yeah. That, that's really special for so us. It's so great to be able to share it in these different communities and listen to these kids because, yeah, you know, we cool. talk about small voices. Yeah. They're even smaller than the city kids. Yes, and so it's really yeah. great for us to hear them yeah. and work with them. Sounds really cool. That small voices louder. Um, and I suppose final question would be where to from here for maybe... Maybe together. together. Yeah. Well, uh, at the moment, I feel like Small Voices Louder. I'm really mm-hmm. hoping it'll tour more and it'll do some things not only in Australia, but hopefully overseas. I mean, that's the next thing for for that work. Um, on a smaller scale, I'm hoping to get up some community arts projects in um, Perth, working with kind of smaller groups of children to develop their own work okay. and yeah, facilitate yeah. their... Right. Um, kind of voices in terms of public interventions in different ways Um, yeah and also working with other artists and kind of um, 
not always leading projects, but right. kind of facilitating yeah. new works yeah. would be great. Oh, well, sounds like an ex- exciting times to come. And uh, we'll keep our eyes open for maybe together. And the challenge for listeners is to go out and fill that space with something that works for you or something that you might develop a discussion between you and your kids or neighbours next door or who knows. It's a, it's a great title for a company. And um, and congratulations on Small Voices Louder. We're really looking forward to being a part of that as a Harvey community. And, yeah, thanks uh, so much. Yeah. yeah, it's just so great for us to get the opportunity to share our art. You know, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that make sure that the money comes together sure. and the venues are booked and the schools are booked. And it's, um, you know, we really get to do the fun stuff. There's a lot of grunt behind it all. Yeah, so it thanks so much, is. Harvey, for um, inviting us and making it happen. No problems. This is David Marshall and you're listening to Harvey Community Radio 96.5 FM. Bye. Bye. Bye.